a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and I'm so excited to introduce to you someone that I met through my breast cancer journey. Her name is Kara Heron, and she created what's called the Lifting Hearts Breast Cancer Support Group because of her own experience. And we thought how important it would be to share the impact the support group has in our community and why it's here. So thank you so much, Kara, for coming all the way up in town to join us here at Broadcast House. Congratulations. You've had lifting hearts going for many, many years. Yes. And thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. We started nine years ago, so it has been going for quite a few years. So let's backtrack from that because it started nine years ago, but your experience with breast cancer started before that. Right. I'm about almost 12 years out from diagnosis. Um, I was diagnosed with two kinds of breast cancer, one non-invasive and one invasive. So I did have chemo about five months of chemo. I didn't have to have radiation, thank goodness. But I've had probably 10 different surgeries. So it's been a journey. Um, You know, not not just one little part of a year, but it's been a journey. I think that's really important for people to share too, which is part of what your support group allows um, women and and men who want to be a part of it uh, to share in. Because as we'll talk about today is there's the diagnosis There's the education it takes as an individual, as a patient, to try to figure out what does this mean? How should I be influencing the type of treatment I have? Then there's, you know, possible surgeries, possible chemo, radiation, medicines and reconstruction. I mean, there is just an awful lot. So when we say someone is a warrior because they've been facing a cancer journey, that encompasses so much both yeah. physical, mental, emotional uh, trials that they've yeah, experienced. It's definitely a journey and takes a while. And, you know, that once you hear you have cancer, you, you're you welcomed into a world that there's just words that you never thought would come out of your mouth, you know, and like reconstruction or radiation or those kinds of things and side effects from chemo. And that is such a hard thing to do. And we, we, take all of the things that our doctors tell us because we have a lot of people telling us what they think. And um, the thing that's the hardest, I think, for any survivor is knowing that it's it's their choice. It's not the doctor's choice. It's not any of their medical team's choice. They will tell them what they think, but it ultimately is our choice what our treatment is. That's a surprise. Yes. And and so with that, and I had a discussion with my surgeon mm-hmm. uh, about this, I said, it's empowering and frightening at the same time. Because so often in other medical situations, they go, this is what we need to do. You got appendicitis. We're going to have to take this out. 
It's not like you're saying, well, when you go in there, will you use a plastic tube instead? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but this time, with with the feedback that women have, have been giving the healthcare industry for them to understand, um, they bring women in to be full partners, ideally, in the decision-making. At least that was my experience. Yeah. I think the word that you used, empower, is really important here because not all of us feel empowered. When when you have a cancer diagnosis, it's not something that you've ever had any experience with before, right? So to know that we really are empowered to do that, but through the course of all of your treatments, I feel like you sometimes feel less and less empowered so that by the time your doctor says, okay, we're done, you're good, you know, I'll see you in six months or a year or whatever it is, we kind of think, okay, now what do I do now? And we don't really feel empowered. And that's where Lifting Hearts comes in. I'm glad you share that. For me, it was that experience and, and others, that sense of there's a lot of decision making they're asking my input on. Do I take one breast off? Do I take two breasts off? Do I take a partial mastectomy or lumpectomy? Do I, you know, all, all along this? And, you know, most of us did not go to school studying oncology. No. So it, it is, it's important to feel like, and there's been legislation that's been passed to, to help us feel like, you know what? No, women should be able to, to weigh in on, on some of these decisions. And, and that's been important about whether you're going to get that. But it, it's true that what. Uh, it, and I, I think here's the other thing, too, is I felt like from my personal experience, you are full of anxiety and questions about your own individual experience. And then you meet with your physician and you might have a 30 minute appointment and you're discussing certain things and then you go and it's another three weeks or a month before you meet again and you have all these questions. I think the role of these support groups has also been to share other people's you know, experiences and knowledge so that you feel like, oh, okay, there's other people who've been through this and maybe I, here's a great idea of a question I should ask next right. time. So we are drawing from a group of people and you're not alone. Yeah, I think, and those those conversations are really important. I think with our group, what we really try and do is make sure that it's not just, uh, it's not just a time to cry and feel bad for ourselves. We really want to get in there and discuss things and make sure that everyone's comfortable with what they're doing because ultimately this is your life and you get to make the decision, no one else. And I even asked doctors, what would you do? You know, and the only one who ever actually told me what, if it was his wife, what he would do was one of my friends from high school. Everyone else wouldn't tell me Mm -hmm. it was going to be my decision. Well, that's a huge, huge decision. It's a life changing decision. And so for us to gather with other women who have to make those same decisions, so important to help them feel empowered. You know, and um, one of the things that I'd like to praise you, and again, for those who just joined us, this is Kara Heron. Uh, one of the original founders, were there two of you? There's three of us. Three. three mm-hmm. One of the three original founders yes. of Lifting Hearts, Breast Cancer Support. I don't have a, a, a great memory right now. We're still rebuilding the brain after chemo, et cetera, and radiation. Um, but I want to say that when I first shared my breast cancer journey, you reached out through Facebook or someone <laughs> and said, by the way... Here is a great support group, Lifting Hearts. And when I got there, I started to learn that you want to have women networking. You want women to share their truths, to support each other, but that you wanted women to 
um, be able to make positive um, steps towards their healing. Is that... Is, is that an accurate reflection? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, because lifting, there's a lot of fear and negativity that right. naturally comes with this kind of diagnosis. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I started this this uh, group with Colette, Harris, and Bethany Newby. And one of the things that we really wanted to, our main goal was to help women heal. And we didn't really, I, I, I went to a support group one time during my journey. And the lady who ran it was very sweet, but it was kind of negative for me. And I thought, oh, I don't want to go there and cry and just sit around and feel bad for myself. And so one of the things that we really wanted to do when we started this group was make sure that we there was an atmosphere of, again, empowerment, that there was an atmosphere of being able to share things. And yeah, if you want to cry, cry. But if you want to also see what my reconstruction looks like, let's go step into the bathroom and do it. You know what I mean? So we could we could do anything we wanted at these groups, and I'm very careful about if someone's story is really starting to affect someone negatively, I'm careful to step in. And not because I don't want to hear that story, but because we don't want to scare anyone, you know, so I'm careful at a time to, when they're all ready. Right? <laughs> uh, you know, you take yeah. a rubber band and then you pull that rubber band really tightly yeah. because, it, you know, and you're feeling like your life is on the line. You have big decisions to make about radiation and chemo and and surgery and reconstruction and or all of the above. And then. People are scaring, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's the a last delicate, thing, vulnerable time. Right. The last thing you want to hear is all of the bad things that happened with someone's radiation or chemo. So although people do share those in our group, we try and keep it upbeat and make sure that people understand, these women understand that we're here to lift each other and support each other not scare each other. Now, with the Lifting Hearts Breast yes. Cancer Support Group, there's many different um Outreaches, okay? So I, I found you originally through the Facebook page, and on there, a group of women, many of them in Utah, but many across the country uh, as well, and maybe even uh, from other countries around the world, and they're connecting there, sharing stories, encouraging each other, answering each other's questions. All hours of the night, you can put a question out there. What was your experience with radiation? What should I be bringing with me? Boop, yeah. boop, 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 boop. It's an incredible it's group. It really lovely. is. lovely. Yeah. And I'm afraid. And someone, boop, 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 boop. Right. You know, those kind of things. Um, but you also have, besides the that Facebook support group, you have a website. What is the domain name of that website? The domain name is lifting hearts Com. Lifting-hearts.com. And yes. what is on that website? So right now we're working on our blog. I'm having different survivors write different things and, and we share those. Right now, we just changed from one website to another. So we have an about section. We have a place where people can donate. You can see the board and who helps us. We have pictures or we're starting to gather pictures of Everything we take lots of pictures, so everything that we've ever done, and um, it's just really a place to go for specific information about what the group does. And the Facebook page, there's probably close to 800 women on there, and I've been in other groups as well. This is a great group. I just have to say that we stepped away for about a year and a half, and that group is the only thing that we still had going. And those women took care of each other. I'm super proud of that group and the women in it. 
were incredible. It's hopeful, you know, when you, for me, it reminds me of like when I was a first time parent and I wasn't exactly sure what to do with the newborn and everybody's newborn is crying for a different reason, right? And and everybody's, you know, experience with giving birth is different right. and, and there's all kinds of stories. And so cancer is very much like that. And breast cancer is very much like that. So to find other people and say, here is my experience, is this you know, is anyone, does this resonate with anyone else? And to have someone who's been through that, you know, and, and gone there, share their experience. It feels like a mentored, a, a mentor. For me, that's what yeah. it felt like as I knew, because I'm what, seven months, eight months out from my initial uh, diagnosis. I'm really glad that you found us and that it's helping the difference between our group and other groups that I've seen. Other groups are run by the medical community, and there's two words that make the biggest difference. So they can show us a lot of sympathy. They can. But the word empathy is where I want to go with this because you can't empathize unless you've gone through something. And so our group is built on empathy, and our group is run by survivors only. It doesn't – we don't have any access to the medical community. And I want to be super clear that we don't give medical advice right on our our walls we can say well this was what happened with me um this is why i made this decision but what i love is how the women say but you know it's totally up to you my decision might not be right for you they're so supportive of each other that that it's just a great place to spend a little bit of time now lifting hearts breast cancer support um the the group is a nonprofit foundation. Yes, it is. It's a 501c3. Okay, so let's talk about some of the other outreach you're doing because one sure. of them is coming around the corner. It's a retreat. Yes, I'm so excited. In fact, we started these about six years ago, and we have taken over 200 women to these retreats in the past six years. It's my favorite part. I'm a party girl. I love to throw a retreat. These retreats have many different modalities to help them heal. And our overarching theme is helping survivors not just survive, but thrive. So we want to help them as they come into that retreat. They don't know anyone and they're kind of nervous. And three days later, they go home as best friends, all 20 of them. We take 20 women at a time. And we have classes. We um, have cooks in the kitchen that are making food for people. Uh, we have art classes. We do exercise. We invite one of the salons, one of the schools to come and do a day of spa treatments. And, you know, we just have so many different things going on. And we love we love it when women come and they put themselves in our hands, really. And we're able to show them how to move from where they are right now, which is to a lot of them a scary place, to empowering them, taking back their lives and taking back control and moving forward. And one of the things that I think is the most important thing to remember, we've said this from the very beginning, is that in order to fully heal from anything, you have to serve. You've got to look outside yourself and serve each other. And by the time that retreat is done, we have 20 more women. Most of them want to turn around and serve the other women in our group. And it's just an incredible experience overall. And I think you could talk to any one of them and and they would tell you that it was life changing. And I'm really quite proud of that, that we're able to offer that to people. And, and, you know, for me, talking with other breast cancer uh, patients or survivors, whatever terminology you want to use, is is like you both speak a similar language, <laughs> you right. know. And, and right. in fact, I, I had, after I made a post 
um, on World Cancer Day on my Facebook page. And uh, every time I make a post privately, I probably get a handful of different women saying, here I am on my journey or here's what's experiencing. And there's a woman that was just living a mile away from me. And she said, I've been reading your posts and it's been so hopeful for me because the last, you know, three and a half weeks I found out that I have breast cancer and tomorrow I start chemo. And, um, you know, so we just spoke on the phone and, and, and talked. And then this morning she was still texting me, you know, what should I wear to chemo? You know, like those, <laughs> those kind of things. And yet it having people who have speak your language, who have been there is extraordinary with that caveat, as you said, that every yes. woman and a few men's experience will be different. Every one of their cancers is different. And breast cancer has changed. It's so, for many, many years, I was an advocate for breast cancer uh, with the Komen Foundation. And in that time from originally 15 years ago when I started getting involved to where we are now, my goodness, we have learned that there's estrogen positive, progesterone positive, hair two, hair negative. Uh, you know, there's triple negative, uh, lobular. I mean, we, we've divided up the medical community to say, here's what we've learned so far about all these different types of breast cancers. Here's the different treatments that are now being developed. Here's the the research we have so far. It it feels um, like there have been key advances in the fight against breast cancer. And to me, that's important as well, is to know that this is not a static thing. This is a river of change. And so once you are have fought breast cancer, it is something that you'll be watched for in yes, the future. You're definitely. moving through that. And the river of what types of treatments and meds are offered may change six months from now or a year from now. And so this is when you think about 800 women together swimming in the ocean, you know, we can buoy each other as we go through a lot of unknowns. Right. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of our women are as far out as I am and some even farther um, many of these women don't really feel like they need a retreat and, and they get there and it's like, oh, I really needed this. I didn't know how much I needed it. Uh, I I really feel like the, the, the things that they're learning about breast cancer are wonderful and the research and development that's happening with breast cancer is wonderful. I do also feel like having support for survivors is something that has not been around and isn't being focused on. And so I'm an advocate. Probably more when people want to give, I'm probably more of an advocate for them to give to a support group that actually helps women who have breast cancer to move on with their lives than I am with research and development because they've been doing that for years. I don't see a ton of change right now from when I had breast cancer that long ago. But what I do see is this huge group of women coming together to support each other and moving forward. So I there's so many things that people can give to and help with, but not many people think about the survivors. Well, and, and as you brought that up, um, one thing that has come out through new research is that women who have estrogen positive breast cancer, rather than looking at that five-year mark and, hey, I've survived five years, I'm good to go. We now have information that says our risk at five years and our risk at 10 years is steady. Our risk at 20 years is slightly higher. So that means, okay, that there will never be that ultimate sense of the weight is off my shoulder. 
Oh, no. And that means, right, <laughs> that I need to be aware and understand what medications I could or lifestyle choices I can make. Right, definitely. That will help lower the risk of recurrence in my life. And that changes because, honestly, years ago, we'd say, you made it to five years. I'm so happy, which is so beautiful. We want people to do that. But now it's it's not like you support them for a couple of years and then they're great. No. The, the women need support for years to come. Well, and mm-hmm. I think that five-year mark is still a, a reason to celebrate. I I love that five-year mark, but you're right. You know, our weight, our nutrition, our environment, everything that is around us that can contribute to a recurrence is we've got to watch that. And I still, I'm almost, again, 12 years out. I still go in twice a year to be checked. I had, uh, mine was HER2 positive, which grows so much faster than any other kind. So I don't want it to, I don't want to wait more than six months mm-hmm. in case something comes back, you know. So, do you take Herceptin or did you take Herceptin? I did take okay. a year mm-hmm. of Herceptin, yeah, yeah, during my chemo treatment. So, and that was that's life saving medication. It was, in mm-hmm. fact, when I first started taking that, it had only been on the market for women for oh, it was less than 20 years. And before that, women with stage one were dying because Herceptin or HER2 doesn't really, um, it didn't chemo respond to the yeah, other it doesn't treatment. Mm-hmm. doesn't respond to any other treatment. And so that Herceptin was a life changing drug. And I was just lucky to have breast cancer when I did and when it was available, you know. Right. And, and there was there's no side effects with that Herceptin. It's amazing. So at these retreats you do talk about that holistic picture of yourself. In other words, how do we heal and maintain the healthiest lifestyle as we're moving forward as well? And you you have two retreats a year. Is that part of the goal? We do two retreats a year as long as funding holds out, Uh, usually one in the spring and one in October or November. It's typically been in November. I think it will be October this year. And uh, we have the classes we teach are things like the power of words, the way we talk to each other or to ourselves. You know, we teach a gratitude class. We teach a spiritual and emotional healing class and art and writing, writing our cancer stories and getting those things out of our heads and down on paper. There's so many things that we do at that retreat that can help to move you forward you know so i to me as if i were to pick one thing that lifting hearts does the very best and the most important thing would be the retreats i think we've had the biggest lasting effect with those retreats isn't that beautiful yeah it is really beautiful because you do take women out of isolation yes and you bring them into a sisterhood you encourage them afterwards to continue to contribute and serve to others and you help them create that framework of of how to um, how to manage the emotions as positively uh, as possible as you as you continue the journey. Yes, mm-hmm. and it, it's been important because many of our sisters who have gone to those retreats have have passed away since then. And to watch the rest of the women at a specific retreat gather around each other and really help each other through those things is so important. That you know, it's so hard to lose someone and to have that big group of women around you that, hey, we got to know her too. We loved her too. That's really important. Well, and when I first networked with you um, through social media, I did. I saw common names of women that I've loved and known and, and, uh, you know, uh, were with her on her journey for seven, eight years. Yes. And and so there, when when your circles overlap and you become you know, part of that person's 
they become part of your heart and your family and your hopes, and then they lose their battle. It's 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 hard because you're losing a friend, but the whole community grieves. Yeah, we, we mm-hmm. really do. And the one thing that we want Lifting Hearts to be is a soft place for these ladies to land. It's the thing that we've said from the very beginning. It's a soft place for you to land. And we need a soft place sometimes. And those those are some of those times. We need we a soft someone. place all the time. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> the chemo, the radiation, the fear right. and the anxiety, uh, and um, the sense of isolation that can feel when you go through a hardship, any type of hardship. Right. Um, you know, it, it shows just how important it is to have a village of, of love and support and understanding around you. And I think it's extraordinary. We have just a few minutes left. For those of you joined us, this is Kara Heron, where she is one of the three original founders of Lifting Hearts Breast Cancer Support. Give us the website again. Lifting-hearts.com. So people can donate and yes, contribute. Mm-hmm. I know that there will be upcoming events that we'll find both on your Lifting Hearts uh, Breast Cancer Support Group Facebook page. Yes. Right. I'm, I'm seeing that there we might do have be a-, a page. Mm-hmm. Our group is private for survivors only. So if you are a survivor, please look us up and come Lifting into this. hearts. Yes. OK. You just have to answer just a few questions to make sure that, you know, you're a survivor. And then we do have a page that we will be using to announce more things. Uh, we have a ride with Harley coming up. I saw that. I was afraid to, whether so, I could do that. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different things we'll be doing this year to raise money for our retreats. I just so. wish I could buy a Harley now. Right? <laughs> Me too. Right, a pink one. Right by, yes. I've actually been in that Harley store, the oh, Tempanoga yes. store. It's awesome. It is. It, it is. And there's one just my size down there as well. Yep. Before I let you go, you're, all, you're also encouraging some of the other members of the group to get involved in yes. serving. And part of that extension has been a renewed monthly support groups and yes. and and that i attended one of them uh, in january coming up i'll be bringing some refreshments to the february Great. but 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 to make eye contact with others and it was interesting as we came in i was wearing a really good wig because when we were there they said well you you know someone said we didn't think you had any idea what it was like to lose hair until i took my hat off yeah. and said oh this is actually not this my is hair me. surprise <laughs> you know I, I lost my hair too but um the importance of the support group is to, you know, you, I thought you did a great job um, moderating it, welcoming yeah. thoughts and questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that the, the purpose of those support groups, and we've had those from the very beginning, so longer than our retreats, but that the purpose really is to get you into a group of women who are going through the same thing and let you just talk. I mean, some of we've had a lot of different things going on in our support groups. We've learned different exercises. We've had different um, experts come in and talk to us about things. We've done service. But our favorite is just when we come together and just let you guys talk, because I think it's important, uh, even if we have a really great support system at home, and I want to be really clear about our families, most of them are so wonderful and our neighbors and, you know, it's Couldn't great. Do it without they them. they right. just but they don't completely understand that's where that word empathy comes in. And so to be able to come they're the second Thursday of every month and we will be announcing the place on our website. But to be able to come and be with other survivors and understand, oh, I'm not alone in this, you know. Um, and by the way, the word survivor, that you are a survivor from the minute you hear the words you have cancer. That's I truly believe that. And so I've had people call me and say, well, I sh- probably shouldn't come because I'm not a survivor yet. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Come, you know, yeah. come and join us. Well, the words, there's warriors, survivors, right. all of that. And and um, we're human beings. 
that have faced something difficult and um, something that touches and, and gets to the core of our identity as women. And it's extraordinarily, um, it's extraordinarily powerful to find a circle of women who are devoted to helping and encouraging you when you're on that island. It takes you off the island and brings you in I agree. Uh, to the team. So thank you. Tell us again the name of the three founders. Bethany Newby, mm-hmm. Colette Harris, and then I'm Kara Heron. Well, thank you for what you've done. And if you want to support Lifting Hearts, uh, the website where they can make donations is? Lifting-hearts.com. And then where you are there, keep your eyes out for the info on the motorcycle ride. Yeah, it's going to be great. The, and a lot of the uh, support group meetings are in the Utah County area, northern Utah County, to try to embrace uh, Salt Lake as well. And so thank you for what you've done. Thank you for how that's touched my life. And I appreciate that here you are so many years later, um, still trying to to help provide the support that's so needed for breast cancer survivors. Thank you, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.